Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Days of Power tells the story of a Swiss pop star who disappears while on tour along with her assistant, backup singers, drummers, and they find themselves kidnapped, hidden, and trapped in a concealed puppy mill, the spot where all this uh, illegal and despicable uh, action is taking place. It's uh, the, as I said, the producer and writer of the film uh, is Michelle Gray, and uh, she joins us here today on Film School. Michelle, welcome. Hello. Hello, thanks for having me. I, I really did a poor job introducing your film. Why don't you help me out a little bit? I mean, I, I described the broad outlines of it, but tell us more in more and better detail what uh, Days of Power is about. So, um, Days of Power, well, it's inspired by some true events, and <clears throat> there was an actual 2010 Days of Power tour that took place with um, Milo the Girl, who's a singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. and also an uh, animal rights advocate. And basically, we noticed that whenever we would bring up the issue of uh, puppy mills, um, people just didn't want to know about it. So we thought, you know, what if we told the story of what happens to these these animals and, um, you know, we use people to actually do it. So um, that's kind of where the, the idea originated from. Um, but yeah, so she, the, the story itself, she, uh, is basically, she's on tour and she scales back her tour. She was doing like these big international tours and <clears throat> she says, you know what, I, I sort of want to get closer to my fans. So I'm going to, you know, uh, you know, do these smaller venues mm-hmm. and she goes to find a, uh, companion for her, one of her animals that's on the road with her and <clears throat> it leads them back to, what they believe is an animal animal sanctuary, but turns out not not so much of a sanctuary, and then you know sort of goes from there. Right, and by the way, that is often the case. I mean, I want to I want to paint with too broad of a brush here, but oftentimes places that appear to be uh, something of a of a shelter and or a uh, a safe place for animals is often not, and that's sort of this hidden part yeah. of what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the thing is, it's like sort of, you know, what we say is like the puppy, you know, the little puppy in the window that you see, you don't know where it comes from, and it's true. You know, these animals are not, well, it's the parents of the animals especially, like they are kept in these like horrendous, horrendous conditions, mm-hmm. and then, you know, these animals are just shipped all over the country, and it's it's really just all about the money and, and you know, how the animals um, are treated is completely irrelevant. And it, and it even goes beyond that when, you know, that I've, I know a lot of stories where, you know, people will bring these animals into their homes and they get very attached to them and then they, they're sick and, you know, they die. And it's just, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, the bottom line is you should sort of really always know <clears throat> where your, you know, animal's coming from. Right. And, you know, like California is great because they're, they're um, you know, they've put together a lot of, initiatives to only, you know, quote, sell um, dogs that are actually from shelters. Right. Um, because that's that's the other side of it. You know, like 3 million animals are, are euthanized every year, right. and it's, that's just insane. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So, well, um, yeah. 
Well, so let's talk about the film. I just wanted to make sure because it is an important issue. It's one that definitely the subtext of the film, but the film itself is uh, it's kind of a, a horror film doesn't quite describe what this is. It's a it's a how would you describe sort of the genre? I mean, I say it's it's a thriller, yeah. but um, yeah. it it it's certainly um, Jason, who's the director. He um, he is a a big horror fan, so he brought those elements into it. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I, I think it jumps, and then obviously you have music in there too. So right. it's kind of uh, it's it's hard to fit right in you know one specific you know, box, let's say, uh, because it, it does, it, you know, it goes from back and forth in different, uh, you know, from thriller to horror, and then you've got music, and, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. <laughs> and the style is very, uh, well, certainly the first maybe 15, 20 minutes of the film is very, a lot of quick edits, quick cuts. It's a very yeah. kind of fast-paced. When, yeah. we're, we're, when we're sort of focused on the, the music part of it, the, the tour, getting to know the characters, the interaction between the band members and, and, and the relationships that they have with each other, it's a very kind of quick-moving uh, yes. cinema kind of uh, style. And then as we get further into the story, things kind of slow down and it becomes uh, more of a, a thriller, as you're describing it as well. Um, if I was want to let people know that they can check it out. the The film is at uh, the website is daysofpower dot com, and you can find out more about it and screening. Tell us a little bit about where people uh, can see Days of Power. It's coming to theaters. Okay. It's coming up yes. in a couple of weeks, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, right now. It's up for uh, you can pre order it on iTunes, <clears throat> and then um, we are we'll be in L A. and um, a couple uh, cities on the the uh, East Coast in actual theaters. And then on February 20th, it will be uh, on demand, the Dish Net- Network, uh, Verizon, you know, uh, all, all over the place. But uh, we'll have that up on our website where all of the different platforms are that it will be available on. Tell me a bit, little bit about as a producer, writer and producer. So obviously you're, mm-hmm. you're, you've got you know, a foot in two different element, very important elements in filmmaking, sure. uh, yes, and sure. how you balance those as well as working with a with your director. Yeah, so um, Jason uh, is also. I, I really, I was looking for a director who w- would get the, you know, the elements that really needed to be in there, and uh, he also is a you know a big. Uh, fan of animals so uh we we got along very well in that regard um and then but our biggest you know the tricky part was i write very big and he directs very big meaning like you know we we didn't really put limitations on that and then you know from an indie standpoint you look at it and go how, how you know we were told by everybody there's it's not possible <laughs> like you literally can't make this this script into a movie with with you know on an indie budget it's just not possible so we you know collectively would go through and say okay how are we going to tackle this problem um now the good thing is when, when we you know the the bad thing from a producer when i write i just write and then when it gets into producing and then i look at it from that standpoint okay like so how can this actually happen and that is a collaborative thing that you know jason and i did together um and then you know the good side of it was when we did come into um you know the the trials and tribulations on set and like, oh, you know, you run out of time and things happen. You know, him and I would literally take, you know, an apple box and, you know, throw it down where we were and sit and I just start, you know, I'd like rewrite a scene or, you know, we would change things as needed, you know, 
when we needed to. So, um, but, and then, uh, you know, we, we did a lot of prep for it too. Uh, you know, he put a lot of thought into <clears throat> visually how it was going to look and, you know, obviously working with the DP and, um, you know, it, it, uh, it came together, <clears throat> you know, well, I think you you have a you have a a background in acting as well as at, uh, writing. Obviously, with this film, you wrote, yeah. you wrote uh, well. You're writing. It looks like from what I see in front of me, you're currently working on another. Uh, is it d- the decree? Is that another? Is it pre- yeah? The decree. The decree is written. That's done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have we've got a bunch of projects sort of uh, that are ready to go into production, <laughs> uh, including um, Trinity Rising, which will be a sequel to this one. Okay. And I, and I can understand what you're talking about in terms of, uh, you know, having an ambitious project like De- uh, Days of Power where you're you move around a bit. You, you're in hotel rooms. You're in you've got yeah, this kind was, of the set uh, the, with the house that there's a lot going on in terms of that. How many shooting days uh, were you did you have on this one? Uh, well, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> it, was to, it, was, it was supposed to be 18 and it probably ended up around 30. Because we uh, we, ha- we ran into all kinds of weather issues, so oh. we would have to stop and start <clears throat> filming. So and and then you had we had availability issues because the lead actress um, is from Sweden, so she was only here for a certain amount of time with her visa. So then we would have to shut down, and she'd leave, and then come. Back. It was it was nuts. So. <laughs> well, this again, I mean, uh, you you've produced other films. You you've also produced some television as well. So these are the things that producers just have to figure out, right? These are the things you, yeah, you really have to deal with. That's, that's literally was our saying. We just have to figure it out. Like when you know whatever came. I mean, our set. Um, let's see, it was destroyed maybe five times. Like that, the big puppy mill set. Yeah. Well, there was two sets uh, yeah. actually for that, but the outside one. Yeah. Because you know it was summer on the East Coast, and we were having like you know hurricanes and craziness, and yeah. So then we just go, okay, well. We'll just, we got to keep going. And, and that was one thing. The team, um, everyone just com- was really committed to, to getting this movie finished, you know. So yeah. that, that you know, helped having people really, really invested in seeing this come to light. I think that's one of the things that I've certainly seen over the many years of talking to filmmakers about independent filmmaking is there is a, a very much of an esprit de corps, a kind of, Pitch in, do what you have to do to get the thing taken care of, to, to get a shot, to get a day's worth of shooting in, all those things. And that's that's team building at its, at its best, right, as a, as a filmmaker, seeing everyone absolutely. everyone on, the, on yeah. the same page like that. Ab- yeah, absolutely, because, you, I mean, you just it, it's such a, a collaborative effort. And, and especially, we were very fortunate to have actors that were just... <laughs> They, they were great. Like, they just dealt with it and, and um, you know, would just show up no matter what the situation was and, and you know, bring their best. So, yeah, we were very fortunate. Well, there, there's a thing. And, you know, filmmaking is, by its very nature, collaborative. There's collaborative and then there's collaborative where you've got <laughs> right. actors pitching in, dra- dragging cable, pulling whatever it yeah. is. That, there's yeah. a, there's a, a no, whole other level. And and yep. that is the way that these things happen. We're speaking with uh, Michelle Grace. She's the producer and writer of the new um, film, Days of Power. It will be in theaters in a couple of weeks. Again, uh, did you say the 20... February 23rd, 23rd is when it actually goes in the theaters. Yeah, the 20th, it will be on demand. So we're doing we're doing Sweat Cities um, uh, 
you know, and, and there, there, there will be some one-off screenings here and there that, um, you know, will sort of go into March. So keep an eye out for it. Uh, has there been, just in terms of, has it screened at festivals, or is this, are we really up, coming up on the, on the debut of the film, the premiere for the film? Well, yeah, no, we did, um, we did some screenings last year where we were, um, we went to, a, we were all over the place. We did a bunch of different cities, uh, but they were like one-off screenings that we worked in uh, collaboration with local uh, shelters. And, you know, basically, we, we worked with a lot of nonprofits that had the same message as us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, just, again, to spread the word and, and to, you know, um, just we would go into different, uh, like, air, we, we, did, we did one in Arizona, we were in Chile, we were in New York, we were kind of all over. But, mm-hmm. um, but uh, on a mass level, this is, the, you know, the first right. push. It's interesting because the, the, the subject Again, it's a thriller. It's a lot of action going on. A lot of things going on, but the subtext is this idea that you know people are profiting off of animals in ways they're they're abusive situations, abusive conditions for these animals. Uh, and I'm wondering, just in terms of telling the story, getting that sort of word out, it, the, I think you've come a, come upon a, a very clever, creative way of getting that message out. I, I could see where this kind of a message in a more traditional kind of, uh, you know, indie drama might come across as a little bit preachy. But in this context, yeah. it, it there's a lot of hard-hitting stuff in it. Yeah, that was the, that was the complete intention because, um, like I said, when we did the tour, we were, uh, you know, we had literature and things like this that we would go around. And this was just a music tour, but we would, you know, also talk about these things. And I would notice people... Like they look at, uh, you know, a piece of paper or whatever had the p- these pictures and they go, oh, God, I don't want to know. And it's like nobody really wants to know it, you know, so and I don't want to see it myself either. But how can we bring this to the masses in an entertaining way that's not preachy, that's that's not going to make people go, oh, my God, I don't want to know or whatever. And then and then, you know, hopefully at the end of the film, they go, wait, what? That's 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 a real thing that. Yes, it is. You know, so. So that was the complete uh, intention because, um, you know, I want people to have, have a, a, you know, a thrilling experience yet still end up educated. And, and the other thing is, you know, I want to say this too, because <laughs> we, you don't see, there's, you know, the worst thing you ever see in, in regards to any animals is, is uh, and you don't even see it, is in the trailer. So we yeah. don't show any of that um, because nobody wants to see that, you yeah, know, yeah. but you get to see what happens. Um, right. to them, but, but you know, through a, a different medium. Right, and you also see it through the eyes of the people. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but you see right. it in a different <laughs> perspective. Uh, well, Michelle, I, I, fortunately, we just kind of run out of time. Uh, again, the film is Days of Power. It will be opening on the 23rd of uh, February here in Los Angeles. Keep an eye out for it. Go to uh, daysofpower.com to find out more about the film. It'll also be on VOD and iTunes. A lot of different ways to see it coming up. And um, and keep up the, the the good work. Keep uh, you know your your hand on this side of the camera. Uh, it's you're doing a, a, a very good job. So congratulations. Yeah, thank to you. you so much. Thank you so much again, Michelle Gray, producer and writer of the film Days of Power. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.